This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, we had a little mess up there. We did, I started it too early. And, I, uh, I had a half a mouthful of vape. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. My, my uh, filter is actually, um, it needs changing. And so uh, it, it becomes quite rough. It's a bit like being next to a bonfire. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's a bit like... Burning. Yeah, if you, if you got if you were next to a bonfire, you know, you know, oh, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. And you then got like... Uh, if, you, if you actually got <gasps> like that, you yeah. oh, God. It's like that. It's, it's like I've got a, a, like a rolled up sort of bit of wood... <laughs> like like a thick leaf, and I've gone <laughs> down the bottom of the bonfire. <laughs> oh dear! What are you me. doing, Mark? Nothing. <laughs> Awful. Um, welcome back. Look, it's mm. WrestleMania thirty. We're back. Uh, it's uh, we, if you haven't heard uh, last week's, you really do need to hear it because it's uh, one of the great podcasts. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> we're on match two, yes. uh, which is the New Age Outlaws and Kane versus the Shield, mm. uh, the Hounds of Justice. Their big big nickname there that didn't really catch on. No. Um, <laughs> We've got an Attitude Era act returning here. So as Triple H has sort of really solidified into the the, the power structure of WWE, he's bringing back a lot of the the people that he used to work with and who he enjoyed working with uh, sort of behind the scenes. Um, They've all sort of pretty much spent the last few years in in TNA wrestling and Impact and places like that. And uh, they've they've all got back into shape for their WWE run. Having spent like five years on someone else's paycheck being fat and lazy and really not trying at all. All hard the and day they, they go realize, would you like to come back they're yeah. like i'm gonna lose 60 pounds um <laughs> amazing how tall billy gunn is yes in in this i guess maybe wrestlers are getting a little bit shorter but like yeah that he does look i think he's taller than roman reigns <laughs> yes. that's a, that's a, a bad bit of booking slightly to put billy gunn in with roman reigns yeah. when you know you're going he's going to be the next big guy yeah and then you've got billy gunn who no one used to go on about being really tall back in the day <laughs> just another guy yeah and then you go okay oh, he's a foot taller <laughs> absolute <laughs> monster yeah and um, put kane in there as well because yeah. he's, he's tiny isn't he yeah they're doing Fuck corporate me. kane here which is uh kane sort of began working for the authority yeah uh, against Daniel Bryan with right. uh, the McMahons and, and Triple H and Corporate Kane was just a really weird thing where you go get rid of the expensive suit that we all know him from and just yeah. have him wear a pair of suit trousers with a belt <laughs> and 
He's sort of like, do you want me to shave my hair or grow it out? And they're like, do it. No, you don't have to do either. Yeah, I just, used to know I'm a man now. You're just, you're just patchy. So <laughs> normal patchy man in, in just suit trousers. Yeah. You know, should I wear a shirt? Don't worry about a shirt. No. <laughs> do you want... like a stripper who's been doing it for two. <laughs> yeah. Do you, want me to, do you want me to stay in shape? No, I wouldn't. Just get a bit paunchy. Just yeah. look, knock yourself out. You've worked really hard. <laughs> Think of this period and this gimmick as your vacation. Yes. Um, because, because you're not having a vacation. Um, <laughs> out he comes. And, and you know, look, the, the Shield are one of the hot acts uh, around at this point. Mm. Um, they are very, very good. And they book this match absolutely perfectly because you don't want to see a 15-minute back-and-forth match. You no. want to see the Shield. You want to see their entrance. They'll mm. come out in their masks. Spooky skeleton kind of face yeah. coverings, yeah. bandanas. It is funny. I mean, I mean, as everyone says, you know, the, 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 they were years ahead of their time. Ha, 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 COVID masks, mm, right. that sort of thing. But when they do come out in the masks, you sort of, it's funny. I watch it now, and I think back then I would have gone, I don't like that look. <laughs> It looks like a, a, a hacker slash graffito artist from uh, a video game, Watch Dogs. Yeah. It's, it's like kind of like, I'm cool, yeah. I can probably skateboard. Or it's, you know, when, when documentaries talk to Latino gang oh, members, yes. you know, and and under anonymity, and they'll be in a horrible like, hotel room and everyone yeah. will be smoking dope and yeah. the guys will be showing off. Mm. Uh, and Their weaponry. Yeah, but they'll always have those sort of face masks on. And yeah. I, I looked at it back then, I was like, you see, I don't like that. I think, yeah. you know, what are you hiding? What was the big one that Trump uh, Trump had uh, last election it was the caravan and 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 stuff? What was it? Not combat eighteen. That was one of ours. Uh, one, <laughs> one of, of ours. One, one of our lads. One of our lads. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when uh, terrorist organisers were uh, fun? <laughs> yeah, no. It was it combat eighteen. FL seventy two football league seventy two. It's, it's not them. Uh, <laughs> just he just kept on going on about this one gang. It's Venezuela, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. something. Like that. that that was the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amusing myself. <laughs> Valencia ninety. I think it was a World Fair. <laughs> Good. I, I just, I, I did look at it. You know, it's funny how quickly that's become normal. What do you mean? As in, like, uh, face covering? As a thing to see. In the old days, when if you had someone walking to you, and, and this is like old days, three months ago, yes. if someone had walked up to you in a face mask, you'd have no, been like, far? I'm fucked here. Sub-zero. Yeah, this is no This is no good. This, this is no is good. good. Now, I mean, you know, uh, now, ironically, when I, like, come on the tube here, mm. I see three people not wearing face masks, and I'm like, you fucking pricks. Yeah, exactly. I was, in, I was in uh, Fortnum and Mason's picking up some... Uh, I went popped up to see my parents uh, yesterday, mm. um, and um, who... My dad attends a pub, a public house that does not socially distance. <laughs> a woman came over, sat down. I love right the formality of he attends a public house. <laughs> he attends Gillen's in Thruston, I think it is, um, uh, or Clavering. Clavering. My d- uh, it doesn't matter. Does not matter. To anyone who's not from Hartlepool, um, woman sits down next to me. Dad. Uh, my dad introduces me to this woman. She's just leaning right into my dad's yeah. face and going, uh, "Your dad's my hero. <laughs> like, Why is he a hero?" He went, when I used to work here, he drank six bottles of Newcastle Brown in an hour and then just fucked off. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> Dad ramps up his drinking when I'm not around. Yeah, him, yeah. yeah I, I popped past a little, uh, like, like a, <laughs> an Irish, like a high street pub. East Finchley, and uh, it's it had exactly that. It was the first day when it opened, yeah. and everybody was just <laughs> leaning on one another. It's not the and young people like, who, are, who are the young people are quite thoughtful about it. The, on the tube people is the young people, right? Yeah, yeah. all the twenty-year-old mm. boys. Well, I was, I was what, hey, as, I've as, got as, in, but I'm going to take it off now. <laughs> let, let the ladies check out the merchandise. Me walking past in my mask, hissing. <laughs> What's your fucking mask? But you can't tell. <laughs> I know it's good. I'm just constantly like going. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing like a rotating tongue. <sighs> I've done some somewhere. I've been on the on the escalator, and I've seen someone on the other escalator coming down. Young man, 
And they slightly, people aren't wearing masks after looking at you like, what? What is what? your problem? What do you fucking want? What do you want? But if there's enough of you on the escalator, yeah. what you can do is you just turn away and then you go, where are your fucking masking brick? <laughs> it's impossible for them to work to out who it is. Yes. You know? Yes. It's good. Love <laughs> it. I win again. Maybe Hulk Hogan should have used that. <laughs> um, I didn't need any more of this match than what we got. I was no. pleased about yeah. that. Um, it was just, like, you, 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 you stick Kane in there. He's like the old bottle of Tabasco in the cupboard. Yep. Just makes everything okay. Yep, absolutely. This is tasteless. Put Kane in there. <laughs> There's one little bit they do where the New Age Outlaws, I think Roman Reigns sort of puts them, you know, he hits them and they, they fall on top of each other. Mm. And they fall, they do, they're doing a comedy bumming spot. Yeah. So Road Dog is on the bottom and Billy Garn sort of flops on top of him, mm. bounces on the rope a bit. Like, oh, like they're doing it. Like they're, I can't believe they're fucking. I can't believe this. No reaction at all. No. Because this is no longer 1999. No, and so it. it happens and people are like, I am willing to accept that that might just be on an unfortunate <laughs> way of landing. Like I am- that man who caught, I- like that um, mummy who was uh, mummified uh, when the volcano <laughs> happened, having a wank. In, in Pompeii. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just, you know. Absolutely that. And, and uh, uh, there's a point where I look at them and I, I just saw them very briefly and I think, I'm think they're thinking, that didn't work. So they just think, Let's just stay here yeah. <laughs> because that way it's not drawing attention. And then Roman Reigns hits them and it's fine. Yeah. But I was like, I'm glad to see the death of your Attitude Era <laughs> bombing bum, pranks. Bum, bum. Very weak. Don't, uh, don't the clown died underneath that uh, <laughs> ring. They went, mm, no, stop it. No, don't come out. Uh, what a lovely section comes up next. Oh, yes, please. I love these toy hawking sessions. They just have little five minutes, little five minutes, little two minutes where they just try and sell you some toys. That's it. They say the word yeah. Slam City again Slam and again City. and again and again. And let me tell you, those figures do not exist anymore. No, that really? Is, that, that was a short-lived right. line, let me tell well, you. Well, the ones last year where JBL could not operate them <laughs> was very funny. This has got Sergeant Slaughter and Hacksaw Jim Duggan yeah. um, playing with their Slam City figures. Oh, no. Hacksaw's got his top off. <laughs> it is... Unedifying. <laughs> it very much is. It's like Dad's he's, been woken up and he's is. wearing. <laughs> there is. There's also the thing of seeing him playing with toys, and he's got his top off and everything, and you just sort of go, "Oh, that's nice. I'm glad he's, you know, because <laughs> because normally they don't have as long a lifespan, do they? <laughs> it's a little bit. Oh, poor hacksaw. Oh, got my toys. Yeah. Uh, Dangerous Danny Davis, who was also he was a referee, a crooked referee who uh, he took. He actually uh, was in WrestleMania four. Right. Uh, in a he got the pin fall, I think, uh, in a match with the Hart Foundation and the British Bulldogs. Um, but he's their referee. And then out comes um, Ricky Steamboat playing oh, a sort nice. of like yeah, mad, yeah, yeah, yeah. mad yes. retired... Karate maniac. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out uh, Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase has bought all the figures. Yes, so which would have cost a him a maximum of $30. <laughs> he's the Million Dollar Man. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I just, I like the whole idea as well that he's not actually that very good a businessman, is he? Where it's like you can no longer play with these smashed up old toys <laughs> that Sergeant Slaughter and Hacksaw Jim Duggan have been crushing around <laughs> because Ted DiBiase is adding them to his poor portfolio <laughs> <laughs> really odd um, and out comes Ron Simmons just yeah. to say damn um, everyone I, just looks beautifully bloated and stretched and yeah, it's so nice <laughs> that they come back that you know they're part of it and yeah. they gave them something to do and it's just it's short 
it, it's just nice. I like to see yes, them. Yes, just I put really it in there do. and it doesn't detract from anything else. Don't get them in the ring. It's no, fine. You don't get them in the ring. And there. also, don't, don't, don't bother sort of putting them with people from today. Yeah. You know, they're not there to make people from today look bad. No. It's just going, look, look who it is. It's, Let's have a pop. It's Gary Lineker, show, it's Gary Lineker showing, uh, taking the piss out of Alan Shearer because he's never won an FA Cup. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Gary Lineker showing a bit of Ian Wright doing something amazing. I, I remember going to see, uh, I think it was Stoke, mm. um, who my, my friend Elliot was a supporter of, and we went out to see Stoke, and mm. he probably just passed his driving test. And we were there, and when, when you're there, you know, you're just watching a match and everything. And at the start of it, they went, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, uh, he's in the stands today, Sir Stanley Matthews, yeah. or whoever it was. And I may be wrong about that. It was like half-time heroes. They did, they did exactly. it Exactly. And I loved that. I yeah. had that thing. And I went back and I'd say to my dad, do you know what I saw today? No, Sir Stanley Matthews. And yeah. you go, oh, that's great. How exciting. Yeah. What did he look like? You go, trench coat. <laughs> yeah. he, he, looked, he looked like an old man seen from a distance. <laughs> um, but that's what this is. Yeah. And I think, you know, I've always, I've always sort of thought if you were doing house shows, that, I mean, they aren't anymore. I think it's just always a nice thing to go, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the guest ring announcer, Greg mm. the Hammer Valentine. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, I saw Greg the Hammer Valentine. Another one to tick off. I've already seen him. I've ticked him <laughs> off. Ticked him off. <laughs> but they do it really nicely. Now, we go into the, the Andre the Giant Battle Royale, and that's another sort of thing where you go, I like that thing of wrestling reminding you of its great heroes. Mm. I, I so, think they possibly could do better with the trophy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trophy looks yes. like... It's made of the finest <laughs> wax plastic. It looks, um, it looks like it's very 3D printed. <laughs> it does. It looks do you remember those Star so Wars cool. heads you got in Frosties when Phantom Menace came yes, out? Yes, 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 yes. It looks very much like Hello. that could have been... It looks a bit like a Caramac. It it's does. Kind of <laughs> yeah. It's the colour of Andre's teeth. It's <laughs> 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 probably the consistency. Out comes Big Show and he's got his very smooth chest. Ooh, he looks like the hood of a car. Yeah. It's absolutely astonishing. It's like a little while after this, he'll start to get in shape, isn't he? He's kind of like, yeah, yeah he's kind of... On, yes, on he's, his, begin- he's beginning to realise he's moving down the, the old, uh, uh-huh. the old uh, booking should, list. Probably should have realised that a little. <laughs> yes, uh. he is in the... I mean, th- this was a match in a weird way that was slightly created for him. Yes. So that they would go, you are, of course, the, the heir to Andre the Giant. This is the inaugural one. You mm. get your entrance. I think we all know which way this is going. Mm. Just to spice it up a little bit, they also give Seamus an entrance. Yes. And Seamus, at this point, was one of the bigger names in this Battle Royale. So you sort of go, oh, OK, I see what you're doing. But, ah, mm. what have we learned? We've learned from the Daniel Bryan thing that WWE is trying to change. Yes. And they're not just going to keep on pushing the same old people. They're going to get new blood coming through. Um, you wouldn't know that was going to happen until you get to the final no, well, I mean, to be honest, these kind of matches are always just very confusing. No one can really yeah. perform until uh, yeah. the, the ring's a little This clearer. is a particularly bad uh, battle royale, I've got to say. I mean, Yoshitatsu is out within two seconds. <laughs> They've barely sort of gone, uh, we'll start, and he's already on the floor. Yeah. Now look at that. And there is a, still a part of me that thinks, if I was Vince McMahon, I'd just go, get that guy back out there, right? <laughs> he's going he's gonna to do at least three fucking minutes, right? <laughs> no one goes out for the first four minutes, all right? I'm paying yeah. for this. Yeah, exactly. You know, to just go, it's starting, I'm done. Oh, yeah, bad luck, yeah, I'm going yeah, home yeah, now. Yeah. Right, how oh, are you? How <laughs> are you fucking going home? Um, Brad Maddox is out there, who um, I, I think this will be his only WrestleMania appearance. Right. He's uh, sort of better, I mean, horribly better not remembered for his appearance in those leaked page videos, I think they were a, right, a couple okay. at the time. Oh. Um, but, I mean, he, again, he's in there for less than 30 seconds. You know, it's just... I mean, I know back of the Royales, they sort of go, we've got to get through them and everything. And someone's got to go out first. Mm. But 
if you cannot be in a battle royale for more than 30 seconds... You don't deserve to be in a battle royale. Why not just have Drew Carey in it? You know, just go, we got, you know, Drew <laughs> Carey, a he's a Hall of Famer, he's back, and you go, oh, he's out in two minutes. Yeah. You know, just have fans. Just pick 10 fans at random and say, look, whatever you do, you just got to go out in the first 10 minutes. Don't wrong 10 minutes. <laughs> I, I swear we said 10 minutes. No! No! It came down to you and fucking Cesaro. <laughs> it's really confusing. <laughs> Big Show just walked off. Yeah. It's confused. Uh, Miz is in there as well and uh, yeah. you know another year of scraping nice. into Wrestlemania nice. cards <laughs> almost unnoticed in a 31 man match um, uh, he, he is I mean of all the people in the Battle Royale as well the man that headlined Wrestlemania three years before he is terrorised by Santino Morella's Cobra Sock Puppet <laughs> and then the fucking so Cobra Sock Puppet eliminates Miz yeah. I mean and let's not forget to no reaction to no reaction whatsoever i i would if that was me if i'd have done one wrestling match and santina morella got his cobra out and no one had reacted to it and the cobra had eliminated me and there was no reaction i would wake up every 10 minutes at night just hot and screaming and just going why did i do it why Why did did i I do do it awful Um, fandango has his annual sort of chance to get his gimmick over to the scottish Mm. fans and it it slightly works everyone's like yep we're not that interested in the match we might as well see a bit of dancing (laughs) kofi kingston you know again a highlight in this uh, you know sometimes when you see in battle royales you see the people who must be very frustrated to be at the level they're at and kofi kingston you know being in this battle royale they chuck him out at one point and he keeps his foot on the on the step oh it's, so it's he's not wonderfully done he he made a, a sort of name for himself in the royal rumbles doing that right but in a weird way that 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 really handicapped Handed him for a few years right. because they were just like that's what you do your yes, thing is yeah, you turn yeah, yeah, up the royal yeah. rumble you get thrown out you don't get thrown out oh and then you do get thrown out i get the feeling that if you could you could put coffee kingston in any match and he'd be excellent yeah. he'd be, he'd be he really would he really would again one of those guys just so far beyond the push he was given you mm. know with the crowd the yeah. crowd always always like coffee yeah. kingston um Later, of course, you know you will see Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan at a WrestleMania in what was that year's best match. Mm. Um, but uh, that 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 almost feels like you know it took a long time to get there, and I thought we were here by this one. Yeah, but there we yeah. are. Um, you get Sheamus and the Big Show. Uh, I think you know you get the sort of uh, the last four, and it gets quite good. Mm. And then really unexpectedly, you get Cesaro suddenly picks up the Big Show in a body <laughs> slam uh, and chucks him out. And it's, it's a great moment. Well, um, from a distance, I already liked Cesaro because I'd heard um, it modern, I guess, modern around this 25 years ago, but like mm. I'd heard that he, uh, everybody likes him, but he won't be pushed. Um, yeah. I think um, uh, Vincent Mann has actually come out and said he's not going to be good to the company. Yeah. He actually actively. Uh, I mean, I mean, this is, this is, really this like has him. been the, the, the sort of the tragedy for him. This, mm. it felt like, okay, we're doing something with Cesaro. He, mm. he got actually the, I mean, the, the, uh, the moment is a throwback to WrestleMania 3 right. with Andre the Giant being slammed by Hogan. Yeah. You suddenly got Cesaro slamming the big show over the ropes in this Andre the Giant. Funny sort of memorial to Andre the Giant to go, your most famous moment was you on the receiving end <laughs> of, of a move, but that's how it is. Um, Cesaro is a brilliant wrestler. Mm. One of those guys, you can go in there and he'll have a good match with anyone. And I don't mean, you know, a good match as in he's capable. I mean, he, he's good to great. Yeah. Um, he was uh, an independent star. He, he made his name really in Ring of Honor. His original name is Claudio Castagnoli and he was uh, billed as the Swiss Superman. He is from Lucerne in Switzerland. Right. Um, he, was, he was just an old school wrestler. He had a brilliant sort of style. One of the moves that really got him over was he brought back the giant swing, which is where you yes. get someone un, un, uh, by the 
Feet pull and you just spin round. <laughs> but every match he'd do, he'd do, you know, he, he could do sort of a hundred of those. I think there is one match where he does a hundred, which is just amazing. Wow. Watching the crowd get bigger and bigger. I believe that's on the independence, not WWE. I mean, that w- I, w- I would question whether that was safe. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, it's essentially a centrifugal device. I couldn't but, watch it. But a man, <laughs> a man operated by... Bloody one. hell. Um, he, he had a, he's got a weird story. He actually won a green card lottery to come to the United States. Really? Wrestler, yeah. Wowzers. I don't quite know what they are. I know you can sort of just go, I want to be in a lottery to get yeah. American citizenship. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of um, sort of spam emails uh, try and prey on really desperate people yeah. who live in developing nations uh, about the green card lottery. Yeah, but they do They do hand out. I mean, the US can't secure um, safe transport for interpreters who've literally <laughs> risked their lives in war-torn Africa yeah. and Afghanistan. Yeah. Uh, but they can, they can do it. They can do, well, they I mean, can do look, that. I mean, I'm sure. So they, take it up with Cesaro. I'm sure, I'm sure, look, I'm sure the lottery has been cancelled yeah. under the Trump uh, Oh, I am 100% Good sure. Lord. Um, but yeah, he made his name in, in, in like promotions mm. like Chikara and uh, Ring of Honor. Like Daniel Bryan, he never really had a persona. He's, his persona was, I am a great wrestler and you will love me because of the way I perform in the ring. Yes. And... Uh, like like Daniel Bryan, you know, at this point, people are beginning to go, but he's always been great. Mm. Why aren't they doing anything with him? Earlier in this WrestleMania, there was a dark match, uh, which we've not mentioned, in fact, and it came out before the Hogan thing. And yeah. that was between the tag team champions, the Usos, versus the uh, team of Cesaro and Jack Swagger, the real Americans. Uh, Ryback, and can you hear me slowly just finding <laughs> that Ryback's match? Back. Here... We no, I've gone back Usos, to the front. Los Matadores, that's Diego Fernando. Great. With El Torito. Yep, El Torito he, was a mini dressed as a bull. <laughs> uh, Los Matadores were right. um, Primo and, and uh, Epico Colón. Oh, hang on. Uh, the real American, Cesaro and Jack Swagger. That's right. Oh. And they uh, they didn't win, the Usos won. Mm. But the, uh, the uh, real Americans would split up. So right. uh, Jack Swagger attacked Cesaro. So by this point, they've already basically sort of turned him face right so this seemed like it was going to be the start of a big run after this match on raw they teamed him up with paul Heyman, which was one of those things that cesaro obviously is not great on the mic Mm. and that's not because he's from switzerland he's fluent in an insane number of languages english french german and italian four insane and uh, (laughs) he um he was teamed with Heyman, who was better on on the mic obviously than uh, cesaro was but for no apparent reason, within two months, they just went, oh, you're splitting up from Heyman. No reason given. Mm. Um, they then said, you're a bad guy. You can't use your giant swing anymore because people cheer that. So you don't use that. So, they, you know, okay. Then they started having him lose all of his matches on TV. And by the end of the year, he was in a tag team. So people were always confused as to what had happened. In 2014... <laughs> um, Vince McMahon just gave an interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin, I think, on one of the early podcasts. Mm. And he talked about how Cesaro was missing charisma, verbal skills, and the it factor. Uh, He said he was relying on people like John Cena because the younger stars, he said, they just didn't grab what he called the proverbial brass ring. He said the current roster was not as ambitious as ones in the past, and he cited them being millennials as being part of the reason for that. Okay, boomer. (laughs) He praised Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Bray Wyatt. But then he just went into Cesaro, and he said he wasn't sold on him. He said he had tremendous physical ability, lacks verbal skills and charisma, uh, and it. 
Austin then said, well, that's just down to poor booking, isn't it? That's what hurts him. But Man said, I don't see things that way. He said, I just don't see a top-tier star when I look at Cesaro. The Wrestling Observer summed this up and they said, Cesaro's one main undesirable attribute is being a super talented wrestler who the fans want to see succeed, but is never given any push because of the decision of one man based on vague and shaky reasons. <laughs> I mean, what you can see there, of course, is you can see they're coming off the back here of the Daniel Bryan experiment. Yeah. The Daniel expi- da- Bryan experiment has been a tremendous success. Yeah. And, he and when you say do it again, twice, yeah. yeah, he's like, absolutely not. It will never work. I mean, it's <laughs> just mental. Um, Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Jack Mates Happy Hour is back for a brand new season. It's the podcast where we talk to some of the most exciting people in the world, from Ricky Gervais. In some ways, fame makes you a better person. You know, it's like, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in God's watching me. But I, I know someone with Everyone else is. <laughs> <laughs> to undercover police officers. Can you see the fading scar there, gentlemen? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I, yeah. That's where I was stabbed in the neck by a drug dealer once. Or... We just talk about whatever's making us laugh right now. 
when you think back to school kids banter like it's well funny because of how immature it is we had this teacher called Mr McGibbon and he had this big cushion that he was teaching us how to rugby tackle on he just ran up to it rugby tackled it but landed on top of it and one of the kids shouted it's not your wife sir (laughs) (laughs) that is funny (laughs) listen to Jack Mates Happy Hour on Apple Podcasts Spotify or wherever you get your pods Uh, There's always been a sense that Cesaro has been underused, hugely. Um, uh, Ric Flair, later that year, he said that he thought Cesaro Cesaro was phenomenal and nobody brought more to the table as a performer. Uh, Mick Foley, he also, I believe he once uh, smashed a television when Cesaro lost because he was so angry about seeing his push disappear. And uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, he said, I believe Cesaro has everything that's needed to go to the top of the card. Mm. Um, uh, History has proved that Vince McMahon's decision is is the correct one uh, (laughs) in an industry which Vince McMahon decides what happens. Yes. uh, Which is is a real shame. Now, Cesaro is still signed, still beloved. Probably not as beloved as he was, but he's still performing at a very, very high level. Um, He enjoys cooking. And oh. is a coffee aficionado. He used to run a blog uh, and YouTube channel called Claudio's Cafe in his pre-WWE uh, days. Uh, it's now the name Claudio's Cafe of his secondary Instagram page on which he documents his visits to coffee shops worldwide. He's such a hipster. He, well, he's, he's, such a millenni- he's a millennial. He's a millennial, he's a millennial Swiss, Swiss. With his green card and his four languages. Fantastic. And his boss, who hates him because he was, he's a millennial. Yeah. Um, one little thing I saw about that first match, because I have found my notes now. Um, Ryback, right. he was in the match. Yeah. Ryback and Curtis Axel versus the Usos, the Real Americans and Los Matadors in an elimination match. Mm. Uh, Ryback said the pay for being on the pre-show of WrestleMania sucked. Um, he said his WrestleMania 30 power was one of the lowest he had had pay-per-view-wise that year. He reckons he made something like one and a half thousand bucks. Uh, yeah, I was about to say dollars and it does say the word bucks there. Uh, he says he has no clue why it was that low. Um, but he also mentions what he would got for last year's when he fought Mark Henry. Right. It's a staggering amount of money. He said, uh, versus Mark Henry, it was the best singles payout I'd ever gotten, which was still way under what it probably should have been from what other guys in that position in years past have probably made. <laughs> he said, I would say that match was either for 60000 or 70 thousand dollars because there might have been other things figured into that payout. Uh, but the total check with WrestleMania figured in was like 70 something thousand, which is... I mean, there's guys that make way more than that, but for that profile, for literally working on top that year, that was a low amount, he says. <laughs> but for essentially one match, 70 grand. Yeah. I mean, understandable. It's, it's good they're being paid. Yeah, it's, you know, it's I'm not against it. Yeah, look, yeah, it's WrestleMania. And I, yeah, I guess, does he shift shirts? I don't know. Did he? He didn't do badly. Right. He had sort of like quite straightforward ones that I think were appealing that just said, feed me more. And right. you're like, yes, I like that. Whereas <laughs> Lost Matadors will have something like that says Olay and you're like, <laughs> what am I going to do with that? That an Ole Anderson shirt. <laughs> Rubbish. I, uh, I've, I've, been, I've been buying some shirts recently, some oh, T-shirts, some right. vintage T-shirts. Yeah. Quite into them, yeah. I actually, I picked up a Daniel Bryan one from this period where nice. it's got that, yes, almost like that sort of um, uh, Shepherd Fairy, uh, Obama, Hope. Oh, okay, yeah, got yeah, the yeah, Bryan. yeah. Almost a Che Guevara look to it yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I did pick up one of them. 
you can get if you pick the right things, you know, you get very cheap t-shirts. <laughs> You're a medium, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I keep I keep seeing t-shirts, and they're either small or medium. Well, I'm, 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 like, I'm probably small. Don't want to, honest, to get the wrong one. I'm, I'm probably small to be honest. In t-shirt wise, I bought uh, Z- Zafar kicks. Uh, I think his name is Bilal Zafar, uh, who's a very Bilal good... Zafir. Zafir. Yeah, is it, he's is lovely. It Zafir. Yeah. Oh, is, is, I thought his name. Oh, so but he's Zafar cakes on Zafar cakes, but his surname is Zafir. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, uh, he's very good at streaming, uh, and he does like a kind of um, pro evil kind of um, management kind of character. Um, and he started selling really nice looking football shirts uh-huh. that actually are look like they're all printed on football shirts with like sponsored by like hot. He's got a thing where he just drinks hot Pepsi, <laughs> but it's like a, an off brand P eight. P-E-P-P-S-I uh, and Bongella. At one point, he gets addicted to Bongella. Um, now, he's, I think he lost a couple of matches, so he's, he's having some Colgate now. But it's, he's so good at streaming. Mm. Just so relaxed, kind of. He's friends with Limmy and stuff. I think that's how he, he kind of came into it. But, um, yeah, was, but that's what I recently bought as well. And that, was yeah. a, that was a small, and that's my size. Yeah. In summary, let I'm me, a small. I'm five a... foot eight, and I'm a small. I've ordered you a T-shirt. I've ordered you a T-shirt, a proper good one. Lovely um, old job. Uh, Thank you, but it's, um, I can't remember whether it's small or medium. I think it might be medium. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm it sure better it'll be, be. It's so good. It's, <laughs> it's that hard thing slightly with wrestling shirts where you've got to get the right ones. Yeah. Well, well, I bought a massive one for you in Japan. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Road Warriors toy. It's great. It, way too big. I, I'm really I do sorry. wear it and I do a, a, look, a little bit like... You know in films where adults get shrunk yes. by a shrink ray? Look. I can't think what a film that would be. <laughs> but it's like I've come out and I sort of I go, this is very long. I like it, don't get me wrong. Funny I shrunk the man from Highgate. I'm wearing one today. Yes, I am wearing one today. Oh, it's, 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 yeah, it's, look it's, at that. that. Oh, look at him popping out, Kevin Nash. Big He's sexy. A, what a hunk. He's just never stopped being a hunk, that man, like did these he? These old style ones. But I've, I've started getting into them recently because I'm like, no one is buying these. Oh, there's, no uh, one well, is I buying bought, them. I bought, uh, what was, uh, I bought an NWO uh, one for a 90s night mm. um, with Hollywood Hogan. And I was just like, this looks great. Because it's like, it's, a, it's, like a, it's like a vintage Guns N' Roses shirt that everyone buys. Yeah. And they get reprinted in a kind of like a faded style, like as an original. Yeah. But nobody's buying wrestling shirts. No, nobody's absolutely. Buying, I mean, especially I mean, like printed ones that are like ri- a horrible picture of Rey Mysterio. Exactly. And, and I think you can go <laughs> further back than that. And if you get ones that are like line drawn, Drawings of Junkyard Dog. Nice. People are always going to look at that and just go, this guy is the coolest man ever. <laughs> oh, sorry, where am I? London Fashion Week. Oh, smash. Um, John Cena versus mm. uh, Bray Wyatt. What a creepy boy. What? Whoa. <laughs> boy. Look, What's he up to, eh? In his bedroom? I am into this character, Mark. I don't yeah. care what you think about him or have comments. <laughs> I am a Bray Wyatt man. This is a great gimmick. And it's, it's also so one good. of the first gimmicks that, that they, they really sort of tried out in NXT right where they said to Bray Wyatt who was at that point Husky Harris which yes. is just a you know there was, there was no gimmick fat, it was, yeah, you, you, yeah. You're, you're overweight ah. yeah. um, but they said th- he reinvented himself as this sort of charismatic true blood steep south Kind sort of, of like, yeah, um, like supernatural farm creature. boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they had great vignettes. This was one of the characters that Dusty Rhodes was very involved with. Right. And so it is a, a dusty creation, this. It's so spooky. It's, it's the so early spooky. NXT stuff is so exciting the, because the, the they had low budget. And, yeah, oh, right. Okay. And the low budget is the thing that then, yeah. you know, they'd film these little vignettes in just a horrible house and, you know, and it would be during the day because they couldn't, like, get the f- f- film crew out at night. <laughs> 
but the day made it more frightening because yeah. you're like, God, this goes on all the time. But the <laughs> yeah, sheet masks so is another perfect example. I was like Hotline going... Miami, kind of like, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking get a shotgun and put it in your fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah. And I take the back of your fucking head off the, and dress like a sheep. Those sheep masks, I think, are a slight thing of going, you were probably like, oh, it'd be great to have like a sheep's head. Yeah. And he looks out of the sheep's head and everything. And they're like, well, how are you going to do that on your fucking salary? You know, <laughs> go and get, a, I've well. got some plastic sheep masks, put it on. Oh God, I've, I've ripped the side. You might as well just like, I don't know, just <laughs> scruff it up or something. <laughs> just that'll be part of it. But that really played in their hands. Mm. And it was, the, by the time Bray Wyatt hits the main roster, he's been doing this, I think, for about a year in right. NXT. And he knows the character so well. What's annoying is over time, almost that first year that most people haven't seen, where it's just good. He's just this, like he is here. Yeah. By that point, he's like, oh, I can change this a bit now and start mixing it up. And so, like, this is the first time people have seen this. Don't it, change it. Exactly. Yeah. And by the time you get three years in, you know, he's before he has a complete reinvention to the point where he's the fiend, yeah. which is, I, I would put it in amongst my top three things that I like to watch in wrestling. Absolutely the least. <laughs> I mean, it's he, every time I see the fiend, I sort of go, what he better be good because that mask is very <laughs> underwhelming. Well, you you can't. It's do... like the sort of mask that Slipknot said no to. It is, it is, and you can't do facials in it. Yeah. And when they went through, the, I mean, Jesus Christ, I, I, we will do the Saudi Arabia shows. We, yeah. We a hundred percent will do them. Right. For all sorts of reasons. But one of them, you know, they had it with the fiend later on. Is mm. they just went, let's have all of his matches. We'll kill the lights, and it will just be red light, and so it will seem different from everything else. It was unwatchable. You couldn't see <laughs> they a tried fucking that with thing. I, 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 I didn't. didn't what you've got here is you've got this is the thing that is the only thing that keeps me going with Bray Wyatt as a character is this period where I go I loved him so much I think it's such a good a typical wrestling thing. It's it's the character played by Dan Spivey, who we've seen some WCW stuff, Waylon Mercy. Mm. They basically went, the character from Cape Fear, the Robert De Niro one, what if he was a wrestler? Mm. And by the time they got Dan Spivey onto TV, Dan Spivey was too injured to do anything, and they just went, well, beat him, and then forget about yeah. it. But everyone was like, cool character. And this has got elements of that, that sort of Cape Fear, that true blood, that slight sort of, you know, deliverance. Yeah, kind of know. like uh, almost cultish as well. There's a little bit of kind of like... Big the, cult, big the cult element. Middle of nowhere kind of folksy pasta kind of thing. And, and charismatic, mm. you know. Not evil, just going, you've got to see the world like I see it. And once you do, you'll never go back. If there was a choice between having to be in a cult with Bray Wyatt or having to go to some management seminars with, with John, John Cena... Cena. I, I would give, the give, give me that sheet mask. I, would, <laughs> I will put it on right now. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put your dead grandma's dress on <laughs> and I'll fucking do whatever. So, I mean, they, they've been wrestling for a while here and what they've built up to is, again, realising that Bray Wyatt is a main event character. Mm. Maybe, you know, not as a wrestler, but then wrestling isn't 100% about the wrestling, let's yeah. face it. Um, it's about wearing one driving glove. <laughs> <laughs> what you get here is is a match that they decide is, is, is John Cena wanting to preserve his legacy about what he'd created for the last 12 years yeah. and Bray Wyatt looking to destroy it and build his own from the ashes. I always feel this is slightly teenagery. It's like a teenager's understanding 
of what men are like. And when you have that thing where you get John Cena going, it's very important to me I, I maintain my legacy, and to do that I have to beat this guy. Mm. It doesn't affect what's happened before. And then the other one is going, I've got to beat you because I'm going to destroy your legacy and build my own from the ashes. Yeah. What does that actually mean? Mm. What does it mean? So you can say, well, I, I destroy you and that will bring me great joy. Yeah. I go, okay, I understand that. When you go, going, I'll rebuild mine from the, the, the ashes. And that, therefore, will be twice as powerful <laughs> as if I had done it not on your legacy, but simply <laughs> upon my own yet. To, you know, I just sort of, it's, it's like teenagers being deep. Yes, you yeah, know. yeah. It's a little bit sixth form, but it, I like the idea of John Cena, at the, you know, at the end, you know, going into the twilight of his career, ruining it all because <laughs> a naughty man who lives on a farm has, yeah. has, has made him do something, use a chair on someone. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, mean, look, like, I, I quite like that, but it does take me out. I always find there's a sort of <laughs> slight thing of it's a little bit like when you play a wrestling game on the computer, and there's certain like career modes that you get in two K twenty. Do the right thing, do the wrong thing, and yeah, you turn, yeah, and it will say what you need to do now is execute an Irish whip that sort of thing mm. and when that comes in you do your Irish whip and then it goes to a little bit of pre-filmed yeah. stuff and then you'll get back in the game mm. and for me those bits are like the pre-filmed bits where yeah. you get Bray Wyatt suddenly going hit me with a chair John yeah. hit me with a chair you know you want to do it yeah. uh, but then you will become everything I am and John Cena going oh, I can't preserve, I've got to preserve my legacy <laughs> I can't let you build your own legacy from the ashes of my legacy you religious hick you know you wish to give in to your <laughs> desires I do not I Oh, nah, and- everyone buy Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the battles within are harder. Than- yeah, thank you, <laughs> Cena. Thanks, thanks, John. Um, but they have that, uh, that, that you know, the match is good. I mean, because Bray Wyatt is the focus so massively out of he, he's People so, are so excited He's to such see a good him. seller. And he uh, does the spooky crab thing. Upside down, down crab. I'd never seen before. <laughs> and I genuinely went... <laughs> 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 oh, it's good. Oh, man. Uh, he, he's just a lot of charisma. <laughs> again, slightly, you see what, what you have in this match again is the hope. The hope of the audience. Yeah. The hope of the audience is that Bray Wyatt will go over. Yeah. And that they won't have him get pinned and and then sort of slowly just disappear. Yeah. They want him to beat Cena at WrestleMania because that will put him at a level that he can... I suppose that's what he means by his legacy on the ashes. <laughs> I, I understand it totally now. But, I mean, uh, you know, he is he's just very, very good. He's very charismatic. The two guys with him, uh, Eric uh, uh, Harper and Luke Rowan, are also brilliant. They're just a good big frightening mm. couple and you know yeah. jesus christ i mean certainly um, um could luke rowan wrestle i mean he's astonishing he's in aew now as Brody lee but he was a really exciting wrestler never quite got the opportunity that he needed in wwe um but yeah it, it's good fun i mm. like john cena as a cartoon character going up against other cartoon characters mm. I, i'm quite happy to watch that yeah. i can kind of go well this is this is well, something I mean, well, for I mean- for everyone when he comes out he has such a little nobody gives a shit no like they are active they're not even hostile just like fucking John Cena it's Wrestlemania and it's John Cena yeah and Cena does some sort of stuff to the camera like you know like uh, you know isn't this a laugh and you're going it's not a laugh mate you know you're, 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 you're supposed to be the good guy and no one cares at best yeah someone's you know? holding up a sign saying Cena has a mangina at one point that they try and crop out but he keeps bumming up that's a word I've li- I haven't heard for probably five years no what is, is it man- was it Mighty Boosh used it a little bit yeah it could it's be probably terribly offensive <laughs> I am oh, exhausted by the big stuff to oh, be honest there's, sorry, so much, there's so much big stuff going on like racism and homophobia yeah. I can't even I, the small stuff, I'm like, the smaller stuff, I'm just like, oh, I, I, <laughs> let's get rid of the, the, there's still people saying the N-word, to be honest. Yeah. Man, Joyner is, I, just, it, I don't know, it's just, there is something about that that's sort of saying, you know, uh, you, you dickless wonder. 
Yeah, it's, 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 like, it's, it's, it's very American. It seems very American, doesn't it? I don't think you quite get that in Britain. Like Mountain Dew. We have, we've not even mentioned Mountain <laughs> oh, Dew. Yes. Fuck me. The whole thing starts with Cole, uh, Lola and uh, JBL just shilling fucking Mountain yeah, Dew. The... And, and Mountain Dew has this kind of terrible reputation, certainly in sort of geeky sort of uh, circles. Uh, Mountain Dew and Doritos uh, yeah. are the two products that were, I think Jeff, is it Jeff Cayley? Basically, one of the big video game awards, um, they were shilling fucking Mountain Dew and Doritos right the way through the show um, and it just became this they, I think in, in the end they actually made Mountain Dew flavoured Doritos oh, because God. it was such a trope it was such yeah. a, a meme um, so at this point it's just like Mountain Dew I just giggle because it looks like fucking waste it looks, uh, like, it looks like nuclear waste I, I do remember when I went to America I was a huge fan of like US comics back mm. in the day and they always used to have adverts for Mountain Dew yeah. tab clear yeah. things that I was really excited about mm. you know and when you go to America you're like oh, do you know what I want to have I want to have a Twinkie and I want to have <laughs> A, a, a tin of Mountain Dew, and neither of them are delicious in any no, way. No, I remember I, I was with an American, and, and I said I want some Mountain Dew, and they went, "You don't want fucking Mountain Dew." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I really do." And they're like, "They're like, it, it's basically what people who are really, really at the bottom drink. Like no one, no one nice drinks Mountain no, Dew. They mix it with cough syrup, and, yeah, and they drink it. It's Purple a bit, drink. Uh, do you know what it's slightly like in this country? It's like two things. One, uh, I like, I like them both. Dr Pepper. Mm. If someone drinks Dr Pepper, you would sort of go, I'm "Not very bright." Um, <laughs> and the other one is uh, the Jamaican brand uh, grape drink, fizzy grape drink, which you get in a lot of supermarkets for about 40p. My God, what was it? I used to drink it a lot when we were at XFM. I drink it all the time. God, and I could not tell you it? what the maker is. Grape. It's a grape flavour. But I mean, like that kind of... Um... Uh, Jamaican Hawaiian punches, Jamaican kind of all Hawaiian punches. Quite, yeah, it's quite potent. Yeah, really delicious. But that God. one, they get those. I mean, there's some very juicy, good like ginger beers as well yeah. in the same range. Yeah. Oh my God! Why can't I bloody remember? I know remember it's crazy, that? isn't it? I'm I used to, to drink so it. much of it. It's, it's not taken, Idris. I did a, I did a, I did a um, uh, blood pressure test around my mum mm. and dad's yesterday. Uh, I was approaching a little bit of hypertension, uh, <laughs> and I look back at those days where I just, you know, I'm just. Pop. Just drinking so much of that pop. Delicious Fuck! What pop. was it? It was so delicious, and I, I want know. one right now. I know, I know. You, you can only. Do you know? You, you can't. I'm get going the... to Holloway Road. Well, uh, exactly. supermarket. You, you will not find them in like Gooch Street. No, they won't. You, no. you certainly won't find. Them. You might find them in some of the late night places in Soho. They some might be of, open. Some, well, they mainly skew towards your Twinkies. But where and your I live, Archway, <laughs> Holloway Road, <laughs> Tufnell Park. The streets run with ah, that fizzy fuck. purple nectar. Man, I love that stuff. Great. Ah, oh. <laughs> To wrestle pop me. review. <laughs> the lack of pop scene in this match for John Cena has been replaced by all of our pop. <laughs> uh, Cena almost crossed over to the dark side. Yeah, but he didn't. Box <laughs> Cole, absolutely. <laughs> he stayed true to the C Nation. Now, can you say the same thing in your life, Pete? Can you look back over your legacy and say you, you remain true, true to the true C Nation? True to the C Nation. Probably not, to be honest. And I'm sorry, sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> I don't know what the C Nation's goals no, are. Anything with the word nation in isn't fear. an actual nation yeah. I am worried about. Unless it's smartly dressed uh, men, uh, black men with uh, cool glasses, yep. cool sunglasses, I'm out because nation sounds a bit yeah. Aryan. I, I would say also, I mean, that nation also have quite a big problem with anti-Semitism. Oh, so, right, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. it's probably best to avoid right. them all. Um, okay. What I'm worried about is John Cena is saying there are, is another nation you can come to. <laughs> And I go, oh, what's that? And he goes, it combines the best of both. It's uh, anti-black and anti-Jewish. And I'll go, right, I don't want to be a part of the C-Nation, thank you. <laughs> Can we just be anti-everything? <laughs> yeah. And then we're all right. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm Look. against everything. Or, or... Nation of Donny. 
Join the niche of Donny. I'm anti everything. God, you know what you. That's another thing I can't keep up with. You know, you've you've got. Like Antifa, for yeah. fuck's sake. Like, that was historically, and then obviously, you know, the right wing kind of skewed or, or perverted what how that was characterised. Completely. So now you can't really support Antifa. It's literally anti-fascist. It says anti-fascist. Yep. So now, where are we? What's going on? Help. All I'm going to say, Pete, is it's very simple. Racists and shitheads have always been very good at twisting what yes. you say to make it seem like you're the bad guy. Yes. It's just very simple. Pat and Oswald went on this big thing a couple of... Um, I watched this recent Netflix uh, special. Jesus Christ, the first five minutes, unlistenable, rubbish. Mm-hmm. But but maybe it gets better, I don't know. Um, but uh, he's, he's had a few uh, rough few years, um, so fine. Um, but his last one was him talking about um, racists and fascists and uh, homophobes. The clever people are always the... Like, the, the clever people are always the ones who who, who learn the vernacular yeah. um, the, the first. They learn the vernacular first and they pervert the vernacular first so that um, anyone who has a crack later on... Uh, it, it, you talk about RuPaul and how RuPaul was kind of slightly cancelled for using some outdated language about uh, trans people and stuff like that. Yep. And, and, and <laughs> Pat Nozzle was going, she, RuPaul, the character, she... She was fucking lying on the fucking uh, barbed wire, and you crawled, you ran over her back, yeah. guys. So give her a fucking break. Yeah, it's RuPaul. She was doing this before you were even fucking born. What? But, what? And, and the fascists—they're the ones who learn the terms. They're the ones who learn the terms properly. It's your fucking who's that? Um, who's that? Uh, a guy of the of the right that he's he's an intelligent bloke. Um, he's written a few books, uh, but he's the darling of the white uh, right. He he took the white right. He <laughs> he took down uh, Emily Maitlis, I think. Can't remember. Uh, you took not Milo Yiannopoulos. One of Milo's thick, but one yeah. of Milo's kind of peers. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I can't remember his name now, but he's released a couple of books. But he's kind of like this kind of uh, uh, anti-walk uh, kind of uh, mouthpiece, and 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 the, and the intelligent right love him because he, uh, he he's against cancel culture. He's against um, feminism. He's against, but but he dresses up in some flowery love. Oh, language, of course they do. Of course they do. I always, I always, I just have a basic thing with these guys which is the argument you know that you do can be very cleverly couched and everything Mm. but honestly try it with me try it with me (laughs) (laughs) try it with me one night in a pub and let's see how it goes honestly it's uh i i i i I, I, look maybe this isn't the platform to do it right but it is worth saying that all of these people who twist language and they they take you know that thing of people who are good and decent and anti-fascist and mm. anti-racist and you know anti-misogyny and somehow managed to turn that round and sort of go who is the real villain yeah it, it, it's you it's, it's you. always you people it's, you. it's always you people um I, I, there, there's a long list of them and yeah. i just you know i do think one day what i would really ideally like is i'd like someone to come down and say you know once a generation everyone is made into a batman well you are your batman's generation you, we're going to make you batman and i go fan fucking tastic and they say <laughs> they say have you got a list of people that you want I say, don't you worry. Yes, I have. Don't you worry. A lot of blue ticks in there. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, Daddy Batman is coming to dispense some fist justice. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a normal episode of WrestleMe as usual. Yes. We hope you've enjoyed it. Look, next week we're going to be mm. back. Uh, what we're going to be talking about is the Hall of Fame. Funny that we should be mentioning about people who are <laughs> full of horrible, nasty shit. Yeah. And yet somehow... Revered. Uh, yeah, revered. And, and almost like it didn't happen. Yes. Um, it's the Ultimate Warrior in the Hall mm. of Fame. That's going to be 
next week. Until then, you can hear that right now anyway, over on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestle me. And, you know, there's plenty of more stuff there. It's really, really good. All right, then. Um, look, if you're not a fascist, we hope you've enjoyed yourself. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week. If you are... Go um, fuck yourselves. Yeah, uh, go stronger than that. Please cut off your own head and hands. <laughs> <laughs> All the best. Lots of love. Bye. How do you even do that? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.